Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Boots, Balls, and Bras. We are coming to you from the studio from a very <laughs> exhausted Eartha Pond who's rubbing her eyes and Far Williams who, did you do another forward somersault out of bed today? No, but you got uh, up no, at I six. No, I didn't. I didn't. I got up early for a run. I'm quite proud of myself considering <laughs> I got home at midnight from the game. Way <sighs> Proud. Proud um, today. And by, we, by the game, we are obviously talking about the UEFA Women's Champions League semi-final in the Emirates Stadium. But before we get to that, uh, let's talk about, in our first half, we have some news in terms of a shakeup of how the leagues are going to be structured in this country. And we are very proud to offer you the very best in league knowledge, Earth Upon. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, don't, don't hype Who's her like that. Who's going to explain this to us? Because I just took about 20 minutes <laughs> to try to figure it out. All right, so can I can I... Talk about how it is, how it's structured currently so that we can go from what the change is. So we currently have the Women's Super League sits at the top. Correct. That has 12 teams. We then have the second tier here, which is called the Championship, or as Eartha likes to call it, the WSL2. Uh, but it was rebranded as the Championship. Barclays. Right? Barclays, Barclays championship. championship. That has as well 12 teams. Mm -hmm. And then under that, we have What? The Northern and Southern Premier. Gotcha. And that literally is the northern part of the country plays against each other and the southern part of the country plays against each other. They Correct. used to have like 28 teams within that, so they used to be joint. So yeah. Years ago, it used to be the, well, the, the old Premier League used mm -hmm. to be like Southern and Northern and they'd be like 28 teams. But the problem was the gap between the top and the bottom was so big that gotcha. they tried to divide it, obviously. Then you had to bid for WSL, championship, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Erfa, as you're the expert, FA board member and all that, oh, you can gosh. explain why. And uh, no. we'll, we'll have an opinion <laughs> of know. that. I was just a player. But no, I guess... <laughs> The key thing around it is around playing in your county. So what, like in terms of the regions, when we're looking about traveling and trying to make sure that there's still competition, but actually you don't have to travel from Portsmouth to Newcastle. So yeah. they try and break it down to actually within different counties and regions, there's competition football that takes place. And as the pyramid goes up and up and up, you get to more of a sort of professional level where we are in terms of our WSL. So I guess the shake up, and I think it's a long time coming. Like, oh my days, tell me about of, it. Like, the Northern Blackburn and Southern. are rubbing their Blackburn, hands together, I'm I telling know. you. <laughs> I, every time I think of it, I, Blackburn just comes to mind because they won the Northern Premier. Every like, year. Nearly every, like I'm talking every year. They'll yeah. get to the playoff and then lose that one game. And I mean, can, I tell you what that can I tell you what that tells you? Sorry to interrupt. Should I tell you what that tells you? Southern Southern's better than Northern. Anyone out there disagrees, come I at know. us. Come <laughs> at us. We're here, we're here for it. But yeah, it was literally like... And I always remember, like, Saffron Jordan we used to win, like, top goal scorer. And everyone would be like, she needs to move teams. Like, she needs to go to a, mm. a team because she's not necessarily too good, but she needs to be playing better competitive football. And they used to lose every single year. Anyway. So, wait. So, that means that in that Premier League, which is funny that actually the third division is called the Premier League, you have the Northern and then the Southern. And then mm -hmm. the winners of that then Play now... Off play each other in one game one off oh one that's what we were talking about that's what i mean it? but you like, play like a whole what 20 odd games a season to win your league yeah right mm -hmm. so you would uh, when we spoke about winning losing whatever mm -hmm. if you it's, it's like the nwsl yeah you like win last, the league last yeah week we last week in the pod this. yeah you win your league you should be rewarded the yeah. reward usually within the uk would be that you get into the next league that league would drop somebody yeah. down but yeah but no reason so we decided to change not. the whole structure years ago when wsl came into place yeah and yeah, but and it's if you're, if so you're, now it's back to normal. So well, now what's happening? <laughs> so now what will happen from next season? So they still got to have the playoff final, which will be between Nottingham Forest, who obviously yeah. won the Northern, and we still got one more game to play. I was gonna say Charlton, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Oxford, 
Watford and Ipswich, Ipswich. You said earlier. Yeah, so one more game. Yeah. The winner of that will play against Nottingham Forest yeah. and the winner of that will then be promoted to the Barclays right. Championship. But This ne- year. This year. Yeah. From next year, yes. both the Northern and the Southern winners will automatically win and go up into the Barclays Championship. Nice. Two from the Barclays Championship will obviously fall down yeah. and they'll still have the promotion in terms of the winner goes up to the Super League and yeah. the Super League team gets relegated. But again, it's all... Dependent on restrictions, can they but meet the criteria? But that's what I was going to say. Can they meet the retirement, the criteria, all that sort of stuff? So yeah. there's all that sort of stuff in terms of aspirations of a club, mm. if they can actually meet that criteria requirement but to go up. That's the point. And go what, down. So the whole structure doesn't make sense anyway, because if you don't meet the requirement, so for example, Wolverhampton, Nottingham Forest play against Watford, for example, right? Because mm-hmm. Watford get to the yeah. playoff. Watford win or North, uh, North, uh, Nottingham Forest win. What if they their club hasn't got the requirements for Championship mm. Barclays Championship football? Did they not go into that league? Given the fact they won it, did it what happens? Does the runner up? But what if the runner up couldn't? Did you go to one somebody else within that league? Like I, had they thought that I, out? I think I think the most common sense thing would be actually the team that finished second from bottom will then just stay up rather than get relegated. Because okay. they've still got the requirements. And are the requirements like is there club licensing at that level in, mm-hmm. in championship? And mm-hmm. is it is it is it hard? Is it challenging? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's not the... as challenging as WSL one? Because I think with W, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure how much differences there are. There yeah. certainly are some differences. There's Hence why a... some of them yeah. struggle, yeah. especially Bristol, for example, you have in, to have in like a minimum capacity. But you have to have well, there's always going to be a challenge. You have to have physios, doctors that are like right. regular doctor. I know that's a big one. Doctors. I'm not yeah. sure they have that in championship. Yeah. That is horrendous. But that was something that got brought into place within the WSL. But even yeah. in the WSL, like some teams are just about making just. it. So when we're saying, is it a, a challenge? It's always going to be a challenge yeah. in terms yeah. of women's football. Like we talk about that investment, not just from the top, but lower down the pyramids. Mm. And if they haven't got that investment, <clears throat> I guess all the aspirational clubs are going to find it and see what they can do to make sure that they're being compliant. But what we don't want in women's football where we're trying not to be is just being compliant, just doing enough. Yeah. Actually, we want to make sure Proper that the girls, investment. exactly, and the product mm. around it mm. is of a good standard, not just about getting there. Yeah. And I think for a lot of the teams, they are just about getting mm-hmm. there and they they want to do better, but it takes that overall investment, that club investment. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think, I think the shake-up's definitely good. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a, a long time coming, as we said before. And... Yeah, I'm excited. I think the one thing for me, though, I'm looking at in terms of the competitions and teams being able to settle. So imagine you get promoted up and then two teams come down. Like You haven't really got time to find mm-hmm. your feet within that sort of league. It's really just like you get there and now you've got to be at least the third best in that league. You don't yeah. really get time to, do you know what I mean, work mm-hmm. it out. So that's the only thing in terms of going up and down, up and down. Um, yeah, in terms of the two teams coming yeah, yeah, stra- teams. yeah straight yeah. back down I'm, mm. you're well, looking at me with, with a QPR badge in your eye <laughs> like the men's team but, um, no no <laughs> I'm just thinking but but also then you might what I'm saying is that when so you think of like so for example uh, Wolves right so they're Midlands team so if you're somebody that even Birmingham for example so if you're somebody that can't get in the Villa team so mm-hmm. teams from the Midlands now that Wolverhampton now go into that same league that Birmingham are in mm-hmm. maybe in terms of player split there'll be players within the Midlands that will want to play w- championship football. Mm-hmm. So potentially, rather than just having an option of only Birmingham, who's championship, only Villa, who's WSL1, mm-hmm. now you've got two options mm-hmm. in terms in of championship. championship yeah, mm-hmm. if they was to come up. Yeah. So in terms of the spread, you know, instead of having to move out of your your city, whatever, that might be an option. So well, what was potentially could work yeah, and they could stay up. And what was interesting too is you, you were talking about you go, you go up into a new league and then you have to adjust and acclimatise. And we often see that, whether it's in men's or women's football or any sport really, where they go up and then <coughs> pretty much directly sort of fall back because mm-hmm. the challenge, the, the gap is too big. And we had Tottenham chairman Daniel Levy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about this off, because guys. it's so interesting. He was lobbying, if you have haven't heard for promotion and relegation to be scrapped in the women's super league so he wanted it to be a closed <sighs> league and i'd love to hear your thoughts on that because i have some of my own as well namely boring <laughs> <laughs> but also isn't that the point like isn't that the point of Don't what do you I say that no football i have not even him i'm to, like what a stupid comment make, you want you always want it to have that opportunity that you can go to the next and go to the next and if you invest more and if you get better players and if you have better training and better doctors and rehab and mm. that you can always go up but i also sort of for me i always i always look at sort of the perspective of who said that and why 
And I'm like, Tottenham have been so shocking this season. Mm-hmm. Like, no wonder he wants team. protection. <laughs> as a club. To stay in the as a club. Yeah. Let's, let's make this clear. Like, none of the men's or women's team, like, even have a manager. Like, it's a, it's it's a club thing in yeah. terms of the governance. Yeah. So, for me, I have no I have no comments because I... You have no comments? No okay. comments. All right. Waste of time. Right. Uh, <laughs> she's in That's her team. <laughs> No, I just, you know what the, the, the comment annoyed me it's just a stupid yeah. comment yeah he hasn't really fought it out i don't think or is he saying that because he's thinking he's invested in terms of like for, for spurs this year he's probably insp- invested the most amount of money they're gonna f- depend on position of where you finish obviously you get more money for that mm-hmm. in terms of competition the further you go the more money you get back in they've done nothing spurs women mm. to even help with that and they're three points off relegation so not that he's thinking they get relegated because if they did, it's an absolute disaster oh, with the investment they've had. But I just think it's stupid. It's not It's not what we know as football. It's not what he would know. Mm. Knowing the, the men's and the women's game, it's never been where you don't get relegated. There was one season that happened and that was because the transition of the Premier League to WSL. Oh, so what okay. they decided to do was just keep the teams within right, it. Right, that makes sense. Other than that, it's always been, football in, in the UK has always been promotion relegation. Yeah. So what is this? Don't even make me say it. Dumb what I was talking about. <laughs> like, it was just a stupid comment. It's like saying the Premier League. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's where it makes its money. It's where teams make their money. I mean, I, I quite like the idea of, like, throwing out crazy things just to think about. Like, mm. I'm not against that. And just because every, it's always been that way that we need to keep doing mm. it that way. So I, I, I appreciate that. But also looking at it from an incentivization standpoint, right? If you know that you're going to stay in the WSL no matter what, you don't have to invest. Mm. And isn't that the point that mm-hmm. you always want? It's like t- the young kids taking your spot. You're always looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Like, I have to play harder. I have to play better because you have that healthy mm-hmm. competition pushing you on. And I think that's, for me, one of the biggest issues with no relegation promotion. But also it denies opportunity for other teams that want to invest and want to get exactly. promoted. So, okay, it's great for you yeah. because you're already there and you've invested, so you're there at the minute. Nobody else gets that opportunity. Mm. Well, if you're not good enough and you're not prepared to invest, then you go where you deserve to be. Agree. So, yeah. Daniel totally Levy, agree. Just worry about you guys, yeah, because you've <laughs> topped out top four. <laughs> Don't worry about the girls. The girls All will right. be better than the men. All right, yeah. so so next season we've got this, um, the two teams going up from championship. What about the teams that go down from championship? Because that's obviously going to be a, quite a big drop. And then like because the lower one, the Premier League, the Northern, Southern, that's divided into two, mm-hmm. two um, geographical areas. What if it's two Southern teams, Which, for example, that drop back down? Do they both go into the Southern Premier? And Guess what, no, guess what, Bex? One that's close, closest slightly closer to, to North. north. Goes up north. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, it's what happened. Yeah. yeah. But then they have to travel more. Yes, Doesn't that defeat yeah. the purpose of the geographical? Don't get relegated. Oh, no. <laughs> that seems silly. I know. Beyond silly, I would say, but beyond silly. Really? So you could be like, well, not Brighton because that's pretty far south, but potentially that playing in the Northern Premier League. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Also, the fact that it's called Premier League, but the third division is a little bit confusing. I know. Because when before the Super League, the Premier League, that was the top league. So all like yeah. Arsenal, all those teams were in the Premier League. And then Everton when they were made... Everton were to I'm just, I'm just talking about, about winners, <laughs> titles. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were they were in, everyone was in the Premier League. Okay. Doncaster, Bells, all those teams. Yeah, Charlton, Fulham. Fulham. Yeah. And then they made the Super League, which is this... It's super. Super. Yeah. It means that it... Super exceeds the premier. <laughs> super premier in. Yes. <laughs> super. And moving on from our first half, that was very interesting. Thank you for sharing all that info. Let's get into our halftime team talk. We're going to be talking about the WSL because we had some tasty lineups. We had, the, I think the Aston Villa Man United game mm. was my faves. You were there. Uh, I was there. Fartha. Fartha. <laughs> Fartha was Fartha there or was it just Fartha? wasn't there. <laughs> All right. Aston Villa Man United. Aston Villa lost 2-3 to Man United. What a game. Daily on the score sheet yet again with two goals. Farah, you still think... Daly's not an international striker after whoa, week in, whoa, whoa. week out. She's not a striker that I would play against the top floor in national teams. I would yeah. play Russo ahead of her was my comment to that. She can play as a striker. Yeah. But Even if I got to if I got to a World Cup final, Russo's starting for me as a number nine. Okay. I want to see her. Um, how but many yeah, she goals, had sh- What's the difference? But you know what? You know what's interesting, which, I, which I've observed with Rachel Daly this year? And it's really interesting because obviously she's played as a, de- played mm-hmm. as a defender for, for many years yeah. across international. Also, when she, you think back into the day when she was at Lincoln, I remember her playing mm-hmm. as a fullback there. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing is that statistically, the amount of goals she scored from one touch this season, which is interesting for me because if you're a defender, right? 
if the ball comes into the box and a striker takes more than one touch, it gives the defender half yeah. a chance to readjust himself, work their feet out and maybe get a bit of pressure. She don't give you that opportunity. Now, is it something that is just instinct or is it something that she she's purely aware of having been a defender? Because mm. literally both of her goals, I mean, the header from the corner against Man United and then the one touch as it cut back and mm. hit off her left foot and in. But most of her goals this mm. season have been off one touch. Inside the 18-yard box. Away! <laughs> but it's, no, yeah. okay, no. it was good. But, but I still don't Boom. think, and, and even with Man United having not a great day, something shifted there. Mentality at Man United, there's been a huge shift. Mm. Because that game, they would not have won that last year. Mm. The Arsenal game that they come back and won at the Emirates, yeah. they wouldn't have won that last year. Yeah. Maybe, you know what, and I, I don't know too much about Mark Skinner in terms of like his coaching mm. and that. I don't know, but... The way he talks in interviews, mm. he makes me think that maybe, like, in terms of the psychology of the game, mm -hmm. he's heavy on that part. Mm -hmm. Might be wrong. Calm. Listen, he's, I could be really, I could no, be really no. wrong, but what? when I listen to him, he's so detailed he's about small things. He's a people's So person, I think if 100%. you, but psychology is so big in sport, mm -hmm. right? And if he's introduced that, or if that's something that is 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 one mm -hmm. of his big values. It's no coincidence that the shift in their mentality has changed in the time that he's been there. And do you know what? Because on that, right? So when you listen to his um, interviews, he's so calm. Mm -hmm. He's so poised. He's so, he finds the right words. He's very, um, you know, he is opinionated, but he's also just very calm and confident, like mm -hmm. this quiet confidence. And then you look at like Jonas Eidemann on the sidelines, like looking like an absolute, I mean, for me, that's embarrassing. If that were my coach <laughs> and I was looking over on the sidelines, I'd be like, come on, man. Really? So like, you know and you have to wonder, like, does that trickle <coughs> down? You've had lots of Arsenal players taking a timeout, having, you know, a mental break. Lots mm. of them. Leah Velti was the other, like, most recent mm. one, too. So many injuries. Yet another ACL, which we're going to talk about in the Champions League as well. But you do sort of want, like, you do mm -hmm. wonder about the management and leadership. I know this is, you know, I feel like maybe he's got great qualities. He just, must, like, honestly, just Mark, to see the change in the team tells me that there's something about him that is different yeah. to what the do club's what had is? before. Go on. He's honest and he's transparent. So, you know, when you just. Do you know him? Yeah. As Bas told you. But no, I'll no, leave it at blue. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. You know no, someone who just him. tells you as yeah. it is yeah. and there is no secrets. And if it. Is that then it's that, and if you need to work on that, it's that. So there's mm. no Serena Vigman. exactly. Yeah. Like, you're not trying to work it out. Like if the shit hits the fan, it's because they've worked on stuff and it hasn't worked. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, quite yeah. A, He'll put his hands up, and he's very reflective in terms of. Oh, you can that see he's reflective. Worked. And I like that. Mm. How can we move forward? Can we find another way? What's mm. it like? And everyone is open to it. It's not he's got this secret thing, and he's trying. Mm. Or he doesn't blame mm. the players. Doesn't blame the players. Like, like we're doing worst, this together. Man. We're really trying hard. Yeah. We're trying to put all these things in place. And if it's not good enough, we're just not good enough. Mm. Like, we're, and that's the thing. I think the players feel it's not that pressure as in you it's us like collectively we're trying to get to a and we might only be good enough to get to b yeah but actually we understand that and we know collectively together what do we now need to add mm. to get to that next step and we have to all do it together Maybe. so when it's like that rather than she said this one this group that mm. they're just it's just open and we're all like yeah, yeah. there's so much cohesion big within shift. that team. Big I like it. There is. Yeah. Big and shift. Aston Villa too. Like, I, I mean, the fact that they held Man United toe to toe, and I'm um, just looking up the stats for Rachel Daly. As if this is correct, on FotMob it says she's played 19 matches and had 17 goals and three assists. That's impressive, isn't uh -huh. it? So, man, they're gonna need her in the World Cup, aren't they? They definitely are. Leicester, Liverpool, four nil. That's an interesting one, yeah. you know. Because actually, like like the stats, they were, it's a pretty even game. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of shots on goal, in terms of possession. I mean, in terms of uh, percentages of possession Passing, kept, yeah. pass completion, yeah. Leicester's was better. Yeah. Conversion, obviously Leicester was better, hence why they scored four. But Liverpool had more shots on goal. Mm -hmm. Liverpool scored four of the seven that they had on target. And Liverpool's sitting in Sorry, seventh. Sorry, Leicester scored four of the uh, seven shots they had on target and they won 4-0. Is that a coaching thing? Do you know what? I don't know. You tell me, Ethel, because you I were laughing know. at Leicester back in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. They bought Willie Kirk since job. then. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying have. to say in terms of mm. that expertise and actually that's what they might yeah. have needed because some of the stuff that we saw and that I could have done and I don't even coach. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is in terms oh, of... Oh, I want to see that though. No, but in terms of that, I'm thinking like, is it has the expectations just been like lifted? Has the bar been lifted mm. in terms of quality? Like... You're in this league and we need to just, do more mm. and we've got to do better and we've got to do the simple things right and just that it's not this kind of oh we're new to the league let's just see how we get on no we're here and we have to Competing. compete 
And I think more that's organized, right? Much more, much more organized. Not trying to play like a, a, a formation that don't actually bought the suit the person that they bought in. So mm-hmm. it's great going. Well, we're just new to the the WSL. Mm-hmm. We'll go five four one because we need to be really defensive. Mm-hmm. But you haven't got players that can play on a counter attack. So yeah. therefore, you're taking away strengths of some of the players yeah. you got. Mm-hmm. Just play your formation. Stick to it. Be disciplined in it, and hopefully that gets the best out of your players. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's happened mm-hmm. at Who Leicester. Are your there. Players on Leicester because Leicester's sitting at tenth place right now. They've got thirteen points with um, equal to Brighton actually. 13 and Reading down at 11 and Liverpool was 7th place so they had 19 points but who, who are your favourite players on Leicester City because we haven't spoken uh, I thought the keeper them. what's her name I can't even pronounce it what's the name they signed a jersey uh, yeah she, I was, think your, she, was, a she was our keeper of the week she was player of the player she was one, in our one of our team. player of the week yeah. team I think week. Josie Green's definitely come back and just added that stability <coughs> in terms of her experience a Welsh international played at like an international level and I think mm-hmm. Plumtree and back. Sophie Plumtree Howard at the back I think the centre half in terms well. of that I think like those two are key. With obviously, if you have like two like experienced centre halves, mm-hmm. go on, you're gonna say the yeah, goalkeeper. and the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, that was what you were saying. Yeah, 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 no, I did. Yeah, what, no, try not one? to pronounce it. No, it's this one, the German. I don't know. Yeah, you can pronounce it for Leipzig. me. You're German. Janina Leipzig. There you go. Her. We like her. No, but I'm just yeah. saying they brought her in, right? So she's a good goalkeeper anyway. The keeper they had before, a little bit inexperienced. Along with what I'm saying, a back line that's now a bit more like settled. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps. Mm. More than anything, I think that helps. Yeah, we've got CJ Botton there too, a little Kiwi action. So, so Oh, that's fullback. She plays fullback. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. in the defense. Yeah. Um, They've so got an American, Aaron Simon. They've got Scottish, Sophie Howard. Yeah, they, Sophie's they the one. Mix, Sophie and Plumtree. They're the two that I'm yeah. saying, like, as in pretty much been consistent this year. Yep. Um, some Welsh players in there. Them, but, yeah. Some Australians, actually, as Aussies. well. Yeah, yeah they, know, they some make Aussies. some signings. Yeah, in they terms do, of, don't like, they? I think it was more about how can Willie Kirk go in and make the players mm-hmm. they have play in a formation and a structure that is suited to them. Yeah. Where they're hard to beat. But actually, they give themselves opportunities. Yeah. Because actually, if you see the amount of like chances created, yeah. Even though they lost, even the Man United one when they lost that game, mm. the chances created actually went a little yeah. bit at times toe to toe with like some of the better teams. They which did, didn't they? first half of the season, we completely wrote them off. Yeah, along with Reading, we thought you know them to were yeah. gonna fight it out. Speaking of written off, um, Spurs tied Br- Brighton two two. <laughs> Got a point in there at ninth place with fourteen points. A little Tottenham action. Um, again, Brighton's in 11th place. I really don't have much to say about that game, if I'm honest. Melissa, yeah. mate, that signing, the, the the manager, what a signing for, for Brighton, Brighton. Right Melissa. Yeah, Melissa, that's what I mean. Like, what yeah. a signing. How, the job she did at London City, and even now she's gone, the way that they're still good, like, in terms of, like, the players out there, they still, like, have that Melissa kind of Phillips. structure within it. Yeah. So the fact that Brighton brought her in, and you think of the games, they went in, in the cup against Man, Man United, toe-to-toe mm. with them. Mm-hmm. They they won against, who did they beat? They got the first three points under her. Help me out, guys. Birmingham City, they beat in the quarterfinal. Reading, 2-2. Uh, Brighton Ho, Man United, they lost 0-4. Yep. And then in the semifinal, 3-2. And then they so, beat Everton. So they beat Everton last minute. Yeah, they beat yeah. Everton. Then they, then they lost. And then they lost to Liverpool. Yeah. Then they, they drew. Tied. Yeah. And then they drew a thingy. So what yeah. I'm saying, since that the Man United game, to think that she picked up like four points out of like a possible nine. Yeah. Considering they were put pretty much wrote off, no manager. Yeah, that semi-final I think was she's done a, close, wasn't that, it? Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's done a great, de- great job. To turn it round, what I'm saying, she only had a few days to turn it round before fixtures yeah. started to come into place. Yeah. I think that sign, but I think no. (laughs) No, but what I'm saying, my point is is that I think that signing of her keeps them up. Mm. I think that signing as a manager keeps Brighton up. Yeah. Whereas I weren't saying that a few weeks ago, Mm. before the United, uh, you know, the quarterfinal. Oh, sorry, the semi-final. Yeah, the semis. Yeah, before that semi-final, I was like they're down and out. Yeah. And now I'm looking at the table. I'm like, Reading are going. Painful to say, but they're going. Yeah. Can't see them picking up points. Well, it's close, isn't it? Because West Ham is 17, Tottenham's 14, Leicester City 13, Brighton and Hove 13, Reading 11. I mean, it could Tottenham could potentially get relegated. Man City, uh, Reading 4-1. Reading now bottom, 11 points, as you said, two off Brighton. You think that they're actually, they're out then, huh? Well, they've got Reading. Villa at home next so yeah. they need they need points from that mm. and Villa are the, in, I'm saying the informed team. They're informed but they haven't actually picked up points Villa mm. of late. So they've competed but they have I've had mean, rough games too, though. Yeah, they? Chelsea, obviously. Yeah, yeah United. Um, and then Reading have Tottenham. That's a big game. Mm. So if they can get three points at Tottenham and Villa, then they're safe. But I just, I just can't see it. And then they've obviously got Chelsea last game of the season. So their last three games: Villa at home, Tottenham mm. away, and then Chelsea. Yeah. 
They need six from nine points to say, be safe. If you're looking at me, do you see it happening? I'm singing in my mind, they're going down, they're going down. But they're like, I'm just like, so, but, but what, what's, um, what's Tottenham's, what's Tottenham's fixtures? What's the Tottenham's next few fixtures? That's what I need to know. They've got Man United. Oh, so they're not going to win that. And then they've got Reading. <laughs> and West Ham. And West Ham. See, that's what I'm saying. So that Reading-Tottenham mm. game is big. If Reading beat Tottenham, then it's all to play for. It's all to play for. You know what? If Tottenham get many, we can't even talk about it. Yeah. We can't mention let's it. Not, that's not going to happen. Let's not go there yet, but... Um, We're talking too much It might happen. Time. It might happen. All right. Well, that, that wraps up our halftime team talk about the Barclays WSL. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And moving into our second half, we are talking Champions League. And also, what's up with the England teams not making it into the final? This was the year. Beth Mead said it. We, we, you know... It was believable. It was possible. <laughs> and then... Lost her. So the game last night, it ended up, if you haven't watched it, where have you been? Under a rock. But it was 3-2, or 2-3, I should say, to Wolfsburg. Um, I was secretly cheering um, next to some Arsenal fans uh, inside very deeply uh, for my old club. But it was a very good game. It went into extra times. So it was 1-1 at the half. It was 2-2 at uh, final whistle. And then it was 3-2 at the end of the second um, 15 minutes of the extra time. Uh, you guys look tired today. You feel tired today. You're emotionally <laughs> drained Tell me about how you feel about it, because I'm I'm feeling fine actually. I feel like I feel disappointed because I think Arsenal conceding the goal so late mm. with a a squad that was so depleted and they'd got so far. I think, yeah, I I think if it got to penalties, it could have gone either way. I think either team winning would have been justifiable because it, there weren't much in it in terms of the game. Yeah, um, but to get so far. Yeah. And not have a fully fit squad. I think they thought they they could, they could do, do it. it, and I think most people in the stadium thought they could do it as well. So sixty thousand, over sixty thousand five hundred fans as well yeah. sold out Emirates Stadium. Yeah, it was just it was just so disappointing. I think, and as I said, it might be a mistake or something like in terms of an error. And I think we saw it come in. They kept playing out the back, mm. um, and again, when you're talking about personnel and playing to their strengths, being trying to dribble out from the back, that's not lot of strength and yeah they're able to nick it and, mm. and get a goal at the end but yeah they'll be disappointed they've got they'll have to sort of think about the league now and just kind of go for that but I'm really happy in terms of we predicted Wolfsburg yep. you guys said we'll be in the final I did Barcelona yeah I predicted yeah, we'll win yours. in terms of final and if that's the team you guys are bringing for Barca then I am <laughs> having a cigar mate bring them on and I want to hear if anyone's got any thinks anything different but I'm still with my full chest going bastards winning this. That's okay. I still think Wolfsburg. That's fine. <laughs> you don't believe it. Look at you. Yeah, I'm that just, you very don't believe no, it. Do you know what? I'm just going off the get like the game yesterday, like the crowd, like let's talk up like that was unbelievable. It was. Like going into there, like even trying to get into the stadium, oh like it was absolutely rammed outside. Obviously the tubes, 
you know, women's game, tubers end up breaking, closing stations that are close mm. by, don't worry, 60,000 still got in. Mm. Now the question is, how do we, how do they continue that? Yeah. Because they weren't just, and I know we, we went back to that argument on the ped three or four week, pod three, four weeks ago. They weren't women's fans. They were Arsenal football club fans yeah. that were there. So that was interesting. And I thought the atmosphere was amazing for them. <laughs> was Arsenal good enough over the two legs? Probably not. They rode the luck. But with a, as you said, Earth, a depleted team, mm-hmm. no one would have expected them. Jennifer beat you over the two games. Oh, my god! Over gosh. the two legs in terms of her goals. Like, it was just <laughs> unreal. But I think you go back to Earth's point. It was one of those. Arsenal, obviously, their style of play, they want to play out, right? Mm-hmm. And they played out. And from the, from early on, I was saying to Earth, I was sitting there, I'm thinking, they kept playing it out. And it goes yeah. from the goalkeeper, uh, Zinsberger, to then Jennifer Beatty, who would then punch it out to to Lotta with Moy, mm-hmm. And then she'll get pressed. And she skipped past them quite early on in the game, throughout the game, she was actually getting away with it, mm. right? But you're fresh. Early on, you're fresh. Your mind's working, everything. Your mind's working with your head and your feet mm. and everything. The longer the game went on and you continue to do the same thing, at some point, you're going to get caught. And absolutely going for her, it yeah. happened with the last kick of the game. But yeah. I just, it, you go back to game management and Arsenal managed the game so well. They had players going down, obviously. A lot of players had cramp. It, yeah. was, a, it was an exhausting game for them. It was quite warm. Yeah. Cramp, they had players going down tactically, the goalkeeper, whatever, to delay time. Yeah. They needed it. Always do, yeah. So to think of all the tactical, you know, the delays at your game management you was trying, to think of the last kick of the game, you wouldn't just tuck everybody in and bloody go long. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And this isn't this isn't a lot a lot of thing. This is a, a game management thing. Yeah, I think just so too. Just tuck them in and go long. Yeah. Go and see it to penalties. No one you didn't expect it. As a club, you didn't expect it with your squad that you had to get to a fi- uh, you know, a penalty shootout away from a final. Mm. They wouldn't have expected that. My point was, why are you just overplaying in those moments when the rest of your the, pretty much the whole of the extra time they game managed yeah. or tried to the best they could. Yeah, and I have to say, you mentioned Jem Beattie and Lotta Wibbenmoy, but I think that they were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like for the amount of pressure and the lack of game time in their legs and in mm-hmm. their bodies at that level, especially, you know, the lack of experience that Lotta has as well, like in a big stadium. I know she's with the Lionesses, but didn't play mm-hmm. in the women's Euros. I thought those two as center backs, which obviously I'm biased and always watch mm. <laughs> those positions, I thought they did famously. So I was absolutely gutted for yeah. Lotte at the end. But again, like you said, for the amount of amazing things they did and then the lack of help they got from the ta- lack of tactics, you could say, at the end. Um, but but genuinely, that was the best I've seen the back four play. Souza, unbelievable. Mm, Pullover oh. in the middle. Pullover was, oh when she gosh. went from wide, centrally, when she went central, Pullover, best play on the pitch. Pe- by country miles. Easy. What about what about when Jen Beattie scored and then turned around and like just ran over Alex Pop? Yeah, as well. Like I <laughs> played with Poppy, right? Pop and tried she to is... Pop tried to barge her though, so Pop yeah. tried to stand big and got knocked down. Don't Dude, even don't even mess with Beattie. She is one of the biggest, like strongest mm. female mm. athletes on the planet. Like yeah, let alone not footballer, mm-hmm. just mm. athletes. And to see Jen just. Like and just keep going. Mm. Didn't even stop. I in mean, stride. I was, was disappointed amazing. in Wolfsburg, you know. Yeah, they disappointed me. Like live, yeah. I was really looking forward to watching them. And as I said, like in terms of like, I kept saying to Erfa, like everything was quite. Arsenal backline did great, but in terms of like having to defend mm-hmm. anything beyond, there no. was nothing. Yeah, no, they didn't. And I don't know. What, is it the pitch? Was it was it a big pitch? Whatever, something they wasn't no, used to. But it wasn't the pitch. they never stretched the play. Yeah, they never tried to run beyond the Arsenal backline. So everything for Arsenal, Gen B. Lot of everything they, in everything's front. just in front. Yeah. Cool, I'll keep you there, right? Yeah. Just need to manage it. They didn't manage anything in behind. And that was that was the thing that really and it frustrated the life out of me. Frustrating. Because they've got pace in wide areas. You've got Jonas Dotter, oh, the Icelandic yeah. player, one Huth of the fastest the... players on the planet. And then you've got Huth, who's who fast. spent most of her time at right back. Eva Peugeot. Peugeot. Yeah, oh, I mean, she's ridiculous. She is the fastest. Play she's between. One of the, I think she actually is the fastest mm. female footballer, unless someone else tells me otherwise. So you have that pace. Can and then you have Jem Beattie and Lotte Wimoy, who aren't known for their pace in the back as well. So I think that the tactics were wrong with Wolfsburg, but if you look at the game before, the sloppiness of the passing, we would call it like mm-hmm. Paschpiel, was horrendous. It was so bad to watch. And we I said that last mm-hmm. week that you don't often see German teams missing that many passes, but they basically gave that game to, to Arsenal. They gave those two goals to them in the last game, and then they gave that first goal away as well. So that was three goals that they basically just said, here you go. So yeah, you know who I, I was, was good really though, Jensen in possession. Oh, yeah, oh my day, good. she was balling. She was playing Dominique. diagonals for fun. Dominic Jensen. Yeah. I know she's come back to her, her mm-hmm. original name, right? But yeah, 
She was good yesterday, I thought. Oberdorf wasn't really on the ball. No, nah, I wasn't Couldn't on it. Yeah. She didn't like the physical. She didn't like Katie McCabe got in her head in the first game. Yeah, yeah she Katie did. McCabe, yeah, literally. She went on it. She, went on it. <laughs> she yeah. wasn't on it at all, at all, at all. Well, so, yeah. anyway, um, also what I liked was, um, what was her name who came in? Pauli Bremer. Do you remember her? She played in Man City. Here. Yeah, yeah, we oh, said the one, yeah, she scored the winner. Yeah. Yeah. She did scored the winner. Yeah. Yeah. No, do you know who I like? Brand. Leg. Yeah, I know. Oh I was going to say her days. next. I've never seen her. You've never yeah. seen her? What a flipping baller. Yeah, oh, know. my days. She, she was, was just <laughs> dribbling. Well, she, she came Where's on she and from? I was like, they better watch out. She's German. Oh, she, wow. Lebrun, I didn't she's know, a, no, yeah, she's know, a like, German honestly. national team player. And that's the what seniors. I was saying. Yeah, she when she was start. coming on. Yeah. When she, she came on, I was like, they better watch out now because she's not normally like a sub. She's not a substitute player. And she, she's, she's just she's, amazing. She was stopping the first leg, though. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. Oh, she's, okay, yeah. sorry. So I was like... I don't oh. know if she's coming back from injury or, or what Mate. it is, but she's, yeah. She Come on, she first touch, left, right, left. Nah, I was like, no. Jinky me, jinky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like her. I didn't even... Was she at the Euros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't you, remember Brand her playing. Was at the Euros, yeah, let me check. Brand, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Brand, yeah. I don't remember her playing. She's I would have known. Played. She didn't start. Really good, really good player, yeah. But she didn't start. I would have remembered her, for sure. Yeah, no, she's a she's a top player. She's oh, very, yeah, good, very player. good and up and coming as well. Mm. Um, all right, well, that pretty much Chelsea wraps out, up. by the way, guys. It yeah. doesn't wrap it up because Chelsea, <laughs> I know you did, I oh, didn't yeah, want to hear it. Oh, yeah, we talk about that game. Emma Hayes' comments Barcelona, about Chelsea. she felt like they were better. Yeah, come I on. didn't get to see that second game. I was working. <laughs> I didn't get to see the second game. You didn't You didn't watch it back? No, I was working. No, I haven't watched it back. I haven't had time. It's they been a bank better. holiday. Oh. Uh, what, what are you guys saying about Emma Hayes' comment? Is in the better team lost? No. Because you watched it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I didn't watch it. No. I didn't leave it at that. Just no? <laughs> Just no. Just no? no comments today. No comments. Let so the fans, think they can you, let us know what they think. Do you not think the gap's closing? The gap? Yeah, it is. You, you think it is? 4-0? They lost 4-0 in, in the terms final of two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, and I guess when we're talking, again, we can come back to this. I know you mentioned it in a, a pod before in terms of is the WSL the best league in the world? And we're the, again, if we're not making Champions League finals, does that mean... We're not the best league. Mm. I think in terms of clubs, there's the odd club that are better. But I think as a structure and the I think this is the, this think is the debate is. I want. I, I want this debate is. with us Go guys. On. I want it. No, I'm just saying like two teams. WS, mm. We had Beth Mead on it yeah. three or four episodes ago saying mm. she thinks one will get to the final. Yeah. Both of them the haven't. Mm. This is the year it's going to happen yeah. if it happens. But off the back of the Euros and all the success of that, still not getting to a final. Mm. Now, are we the best league in Europe? Or we just the, the most competitive in terms of like the teams that are in the league are competitive. But it doesn't mean that our top two teams within the league is the best within the other leagues in Europe. What's your thought? Yeah, I, th I think in terms of the league, it'll be close. But I think we're, we're, we're definitely up there in terms of the league. I don't think in terms of the clubs are not the best. So explain the difference. I don't know what you mean by because that. Because I think there's more teams that are of a higher calibre that offer more competition throughout the season within, within a league structure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think... Our I league think, has, is more... It's more competitive team to team. But, like, so. you think of, like, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Mm. Yeah. I think they're better than most of our teams, if not yeah. all of our teams, WSL1. Okay. No, but who else, no, but who else do they compete against? Wolfsburg, Bayern. Don't, no, but I'm, I'm saying to you, in terms of the top teams within the WSL... Are there are, is our top, so our top WSL teams? Are yeah. they the best teams within Europe? No, but that's different to the teams and leagues. To having a league in terms of competition, it, which is yeah, the but best okay. League. So, so my point is then, does it matter that your league is not that competitive when you're still the best team within Europe? What is mm. that telling you? So, so we've tried to create a, a more competitive league, right? It doesn't make our teams any better. It no. doesn't make our top teams any better. It's too easy. No, but it's not going to make. But it's not going to make their teams any better if you've got Barcelona. But they're still dominating. What I'm asking you, what are they doing? that's so good, right? That we aren't doing because if we. I'll tell you. If we what talk about doing. these teams, they're still better. Mm. Juve, Roma, they're still. I reckon if you put them in our league, they still win the league like like Chelsea or Arsenal do every year. Mm. I, I think there's definitely something in that in terms of <clears throat> the Culture? competition. Well, not just about that, but in terms of the competition from a national point of view. So, for example, if you look at Spain and Barcelona, there's a lot of players who play together domestically and internationally. So they're growing. They're always getting better, not just at club level, but when they go away international. So they're playing, they're getting that additional competition when they're playing the best in the okay, world. Okay, so let me just, let me bring that back to collectively you. Together. Let me bring that back yeah. to you. Manchester City, right? Yeah. In their peak, they had nine starting mm -hmm. Manchester City players in the England team mm -hmm. for a good two, three years under Mark Sampson. Yeah. 
they never ever won a Champions League. So that's basically what you're saying. Barcelona, pretty much their squad yeah. is made up of the Spanish team. Yeah. Wolfsburg pretty much is made up or, or, or Bayern mm-hmm. is made up of the national team, right? Yeah. So they win. Not as they much get to anymore, yeah, but they get to but the yeah. but they get to finals. Yeah, we still don't. But what I'm trying so with that our comes, teams made up of all of our English players. Exactly, which is what so you're that saying. means English players are not as good, and the co- and the coaching is not as good as it is. In so Spain. you're saying the coaching, so make it, but now the England team's got a lot better. So that means the competition's more better. When before, oh. like you said, under Mark Sampson, it wasn't as competitive. They weren't, the, the, the players weren't, weren't as, as good. good. They weren't as professional. So that means they wouldn't have been. As good. It's not because they're all together. Actually, it's about what are they doing to make themselves better? What are the resources around them? So again, in terms of ranking, I'm sure back then Spain was still ranked higher than England. Question for you. Do you yeah, see an English team winning the Champions League in the next two years? Mm. Yeah, I think it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah next two years. Yeah, in the next yeah. year. So next year or the year after. I, I think, think they can do. Even though Leon and, and PSG are going to strengthen as well. But I'm saying again. So, so Barcelona that's what I'm and Real are going to strengthen. It's all about strengthen. Wolfsburg and Bayern are going to strengthen. Okay, Roma okay, and Juve okay. are going to strengthen. So about the strength. Right? Yeah, yeah, I got some. Our top four now we're getting stronger in our league, right? So what I'm saying in those leagues, they only have two teams that are always trying to get stronger. We now have four or five that are trying to get stronger. So this is my this that's sort of my point, right? I think that. Uh, which I haven't made yet, but I think. That, <laughs> <laughs> but here it comes. You ready? <laughs> I think that the league there's a there has to be a purpose for the league, right? Uh-huh. So, what is what when you build a league? What what is your goal? Is it that you want to keep it more because there's discussion comes in in the Premier League and the men's? Do you want to keep it more local? Do you want to have only let's say five? For example, the NWSL is only allows is it three or three or five international players, right? So, do you want to? you know, cap it at that because you want to make sure that you have homegrown talent. Therefore, for that purpose that you want your national team to be good. Because there's no other reason, right? Like, mm-hmm. otherwise you'd get just the best players from the whole planet to come to your league. You'd pay them the most amount of money. You'd have the biggest commercial product and you play. But if you do that, then the risk is is that those players who are coming from the under 20, under 23s, which used to coach Farah, don't have a spot in the top league and so they're not as competitive. So, League purpose, do you have, do you go for building your national team because you want to compete in the World Cup and the Euros? Or do you just have it as a commercial? And I think you don't, it doesn't have to be either or either, right? But I think that if you look at the, um, the US League, for example, it's very much about their national team. It's very much, they had the Canadian, Mexican, and US national teams built that league when it first started. Now the Canadians are going and starting their own. The Mexicans left I think three or four years ago to start their own, right? So they 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 really try to keep homegrown talent and and make sure that the it comes the feeder from the colleges and the universities mm-hmm. are having the chance to to it show comes. right. Mm-hmm. But here in this country, we we don't. You look the at commercial the, side. Yeah, it's more commercial now. It's commercial. it's completely shifted. We we actually originally started the league because we wanted to give more exposure to the young England players. Mm-hmm. It's shifted massively, yeah. like completely. Where do you see young England players coming in? Yeah. I don't. And, that, and that's why we're talking about. So I don't even know what the league is. Like, league. what is it? It's about commercially having is all the best? the best players. That's what we're trying to get. Yeah. Or is it? Or is it like what? What's the definition of best? Because I, that's I love what I mean. This I don't know what the best because is. Because I, I just heard fans saying it yesterday after yeah. the game when Arsenal went out. I don't out, think people understand the what back they mean of, by the best. back of them and Chelsea going out. They're like, well, we're supposed to be the best league in the world. So I think their frustration according is we're supposed to. Not according to Juan, who we had on the Gotham City coach. But that's in terms of yeah, but that's in terms of lifestyle. Like exactly, we probably say we're the best league in the world because we probably play the most amount of money in the world. Yeah, in all the league, probably. Well, not, you know, we don't pay more than Leon and Barcelona. But that's only two teams are, amongst thingy. Yeah. But I'm saying on average. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's and if you average out the leagues, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I, mean, I don't know what fans me, expect. For me personally, as a player, right? I never. I mean, not that I got asked to play for Leon, but I wouldn't have wanted to go to Leon, even though it's a great city, because every single weekend is boring. You're smashing teams. Okay, you're getting the training. You get to train with some of the best players on the planet, but boring. What a boring league. Like for me, that's not mm. that's not why I would have played football, right? And then when I joined Wolfsburg, we were ninth in the league, and it, the whole pur- purpose was to get to the top and to win the league and and then all of a sudden within four and a half seasons we did that we won the triple which was insane so the, to see the growth of something like that for me coming from a club that was ninth place and coming out of nowhere that was really cool to see the growth and and still I think the league is quite competitive in the from Bundesliga what they do do horrendously slash not at all is the marketing mm. but that's, so a, that's, a, that's a marketing and broadcasting individual Germany. motivations if they right could increase that they would have the best league in the world mm. I guarantee you because the Germans how they train and the sort of the philosophy of training and coaching from such a young age from the Germans oh, is mad. for me 
better than the the American system, the Swedish system, and the English system from what mm-hmm. I've seen. But they because they don't have the marketing, because they don't, no one can watch their games. They're on Magenta or something. Have you even mm-hmm. heard of that? Yeah. Like no player wants to go there except for Georgia Stanway. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, that that no, but I'm just saying there's different motivations. You're, you're saying you never play at Lyon because it's boring, the league's boring, for me, yeah. and they'd always win. Tons so, of players so as an, would, so as an individual, obviously. in terms of motivations, I mean, I used to think that opportunity. Would you when have I gone was, to Lyon? Would you? Well, have well, no, I'm Leon? just saying when I was in the league and I, you know I was leaving to go to to Arsenal, whatever, and I was like, well, everyone's at Arsenal, they win every week. Like, mm-hmm. is it going to be hard for me? Like, I don't want it to be easy. But some people have that thing is that you know anything good shouldn't come easy so you mm. want to work hard for what you what you do and then I was thinking we're not professional so maybe if I play with a team that's a little bit less in terms of ability and I have mm. to work hard about Everton it might make me a better player but if I, if you if you still look back and you don't want to change what you did mm. but I could have gone there and I could have had all these accolades come the end of my, C, uh, end of my career mm. on my CV off I was one blah 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 mm. if I'd have gone there yeah and spent a 10-year spell there I chose not to yeah I chose to compete against them mm. are but, you a better person but, for it who knows? I can't. I can't tell you what what, what I'd have been if I went to Arsenal. But I'm just saying in general, that's what I chose to do. Yeah. But you Same. can look at somebody's CV now, right? And I could sit next to somebody, yeah. and your CV because you chose to go there. It doesn't matter how you played, what how many games you played for yeah. them or whatever. And you've won the WSL three times, the Premier League ten times. I don't know seven or eight cups. Yeah. I've won one of each because I chose to take a different route, a different mm-hmm. path to keep me motivated through a, a period of the game that wasn't professional. So how am I going to set my top for when I go to international and it's going to be harder? Then club if I'm at the team that's the best. But then looking at it now, they're professional. So I might look at that different now. If I come yeah. into the game now as a professional, mm-hmm. I want to be at the best team yeah. with the best players competing in that way. So I'd have probably now as an athlete, as a footballer, looked at it different to then mm-hmm. how I looked at it then. And that's how me and Farah's friendship first started. So mm-hmm. I was at Arsenal, she was at Chelsea and Arsenal mm-hmm. won. We won everything, right? We yeah. used to play them. And I was really just bored. I'm like, we win everything, <coughs> whether it's 11 a side, whether we do like tournaments, summer tournaments, five a side, we'll split our 11 side into two teams and we'll both mm-hmm. end up being in the final playing against <laughs> each other. And I was really just like, I want to play like against them. And mm-hmm. I want to play like, well, I wanted to play with Farrah because I was like, yeah, I want, and she was at Chelsea and she definitely wasn't coming after us. So I was like, if I go where Farrah is, then mm-hmm. we can play together and we can play against them. And then... I guess I can get better because I'm More playing challenge. against the best That's team. what my yeah. thoughts And that's why I went across to Chelsea. To Chelsea. So. What years did you play in Chelsea? <sighs> when did I start? Oh, we I was like 14, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just years saying, ago, so but that was the whole then reason. making decisions, yeah. right? Yeah. Then to now. I think because decision making now is different with the game all being professional. And it's such a good point because I think when you like the best, I just wrote down best in capitals and circled it because it's like, what is that definition? And I think when you're building a league and and looking at the new co coming in as well, Mm -hmm. one of the things they have to take into consideration is the motivations of players. You know, what's Mm going to attract the best players? Because at the time when I was playing, the English league was crap. Mm -hmm. There was no way I would ever come, despite that you had Liverpool, Man United, Man City, Mm -hmm. Arsenal, like some of the biggest names, Chelsea Mm -hmm. on the planet, global brands. It just wasn't, there. there's no way. No the, the football wasn't mm. good enough. There was no draw. But now, because of the marketing, look at all these players mm. wanting to play, man. I want to be on TV. I want to be on Sky Sports. That's, I wanna that's be what on I'm BBC. saying. So the motivation like, becomes different yeah, now. Yeah, the motivation is different. You can make more money. You're, you can raise your own profile. Branding, you can yourself. get your own brands like involved. So, I mean, not that every player wants to do that. Absolutely not. But it certainly must be a draw. For some. For some. All right. So what what's our conclusion? What's the best what's best league in the world? Who knows? <laughs> Southern Prem. <laughs> we want to know though, you guys. Let us know what you guys think. Uh send us in your thoughts on that. Hopefully we've confused you thoroughly. Um, yeah, as we always do every week. <laughs> and uh we're going to take some of your questions now, but that wraps up our second half of the UEFA Women's Champions League and don't miss out the final is going to be on the 3rd of June at 3 p.m. kickoff. I'm going in Eindhoven. PSV Stadium. Are you going? Yeah. yeah, you going? Uh, maybe I'm not sure yet. I'm there. Yeah, knickers in the air. <laughs> wow. Are you gonna go? Knickers <laughs> in the air. Um, question. Uh, You're coming then. with me. Maybe not. <laughs> Red light. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> All right. That wraps up our uh, second half then. All right, let's move on to some BBB fan questiones. You got one. Give it to us. It's from. ESP underscore FDN. That sounds like you, man. That sounds like me. <laughs> Thoughts on the European Club Association's announcements. I don't know if you guys uh, seen yeah. in terms of 
European clubs not having to release their players outside of the window. For we'll the talk World about Cup. it. We'll give this a whole 20 minute first <laughs> yeah. half Can in we, our podcast next week, Tuesday. Specific? So, next week, Tuesday, ESP underscore found FND, whatever. Next week, we'll answer that for you 100%. But we'll give you a full 20 minutes. We have to talk about it. Yeah. It have to talk about it. It's interesting. To. And also, the, but it's going to impact international team. teams going to this year's World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, next week. Crazy. That's next week's chat. Okay. Hold tight. Uh, for Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your question. Another question. Yeah, I did have, you did I did have, have another question. And it's from Vicky Glover. Mm. And the question is, do you think Arsenal's training regime needs to be looked at now there is yet another injury? Thoughts? Yeah. No question. I mean, you can't have that many ACLs and injured players out without taking a serious hard look at what's going on in terms of like recovery and travel and health, but also the mental side, the mental health. And I know we touched on that earlier and, you know, my personal preference, and this may be different from other players and other fans, but I don't really want to see my coach like screaming and screaming at referees and losing his absolute cool. That's just not my vibe. So like personally from a mental health perspective I would not have probably done well under that type of leadership I prefer like the Mark Skinner like let's stay calm let's be confident let's if we make mistakes let's put our hands up and say it was me like I made the mistake we take responsibility rather than blaming referees so you know I definitely think that there's something going on at Arsenal you know Beth sort of hinted at a few things but obviously you know it's private what goes on within teams but they have to take a look at it and they need help. They need outside support. That's what I would do. I would get an external consultant to come in and, and take a proper look at it. It's hundred. It, look, it's difficult to... F you can look at it and go, they are fucking unlucky, right? But at the same time, it can't just be that unlucky to have a potential another ACL. We don't know the... the Mean Reuter. Um, we don't know her actually the extent of her Diagnosis, injury. Yeah. So potential for... you. Do, let's go back to Rafa, who was already injured earlier yeah. in the season. So was Leah was out. Yeah. Leah was out. Uh, Williamson out early on in the season. Kim Little, uh, I'm not sure if it's correct. Hamstring off the off the bone. Uh, Black was injured. Caitlin Ford's out. Steph Catley has been out injured long term. So in terms of like the amount of injuries mm -hmm. coming out of that team, is it strength conditioning needs to be questioned? Are they doing too much? Are they not doing enough? Is it recovery? Is it training load? Like there's got to be mm. some sort of like individualization at the end, maybe Actually, individual personally yeah. taking responsibility of yourself as an athlete. Like there's, there's low, yeah. there's so much different things you can point the finger at. Mm. What it definitely needs is a debrief and to go look, they need to take a look at what they've done this year because they could have done far better. You think they battered Leon early on in, pre in, in, um, in Champions League to then for their league, Four potentially apart from winning the, the, the Conti Cup, they potentially could finish outside of the top three mm. with a Conti Cup. Trophy is that yeah. successful? And, Arsenal? And this that's close not successful. To Arsenal. So many things. Yeah, this close. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Real, what do you think, real, Earth? Um, no, I think you, most, yeah, most of you said said it all. I think mm. there has to be a a deep dive into to where they are. But I think any good club off the do board. That what board? Ten meter board. Two deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a hundred meter <laughs> board at this point. In terms of. Um, no belly flopping. No, you know, you know I'm thinking, you just put me off track. I'm just thinking, of, you know, when you do in school, you wear your pajamas for that swimming lesson, and you've yeah. got to go and get the brick from the bottom. Save them. <laughs> the buy from the bottom of the pool. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I guess if I'm a, a physio or sports scientist, I'm looking at that anyway mm. internally within myself. Um, but I think as a club, um, it's definitely something they need to to look at. Mm. Um, and as, as I said, it could be such a hybrid of things. It could be diet, it could be timing, yeah. it could be, there's so many things. It, it's, no, it's not good to speculate. I mm, think they just need to try and work it out and try and make things better and, and make progress. I guess that's all they can do um, as a club. And I guess we're, we're pointing a finger in terms of, because there's so many in one team, and I guess not many people will look at an individual club because it's happening so widespread anyway, but now it's another one within a specific club. Mm. I think... Um, the eyes are on it but I think actually if we really had a consultation in terms of across the pyramid most oh clubs day, at least have at least two or three ACLs yeah. in mm. every club I guess the difference we're looking at is actually where we're looking at Arsenal to be more professional and having more resources we expect it not to happen as much because they should be doing all the right things whereas the others have less investment and less resources but actually mm. I don't. I don't think it's uncommon to have a, a minimum of two ACLs in That's most crazy. clubs. 
So it, like, it's not even as much the ACLs. It's more but I mean, the, the total of, amount of yeah, different injuries. Total injuries. injuries. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not a promo, but that's why I work with Zone Seven. Like, it's they use AI to you put in all of the data. They use AI. They can figure out you know the risk at different times in the se- in the in the season. Um, and then how you can train and how you can adjust things and it just the science behind it you cannot you, you you can't fight it like we as humans we can't tell what's going on in the human body but mm. with all the technology that's coming out now with the AI artificial intelligence like I don't understand why it's not used more that's an, often, it's, another, so. it's another financial investment right potentially that's, that's but free. they also well they actually they and now we're getting into specifics okay. but they actually will, would, would do do free things no but i'm saying in terms of clubs. if we're looking at the women's clubs if we just use yeah the yeah in general like you mean, yeah 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 there is so many i'm talking hundreds mm. and i don't think people realize that it is hundreds within just the the, the pyramid that we have again not even looking at what's happening internationally mm-hmm. This is a major issue, and I, like I'm yeah. saying, in terms of that investment from a brand, mm. we're gonna have to cut and edit this whole Arsenal yeah. question. I mean, it's <laughs> I a big one. Yeah, going on. They also have a state of play project. We'll talk about this off the board. Yeah. Next question. They've all, they, just just to wrap that up, they do have a state of um, state of play project that they that they've been doing, where they've been asking and like looking into deep dives at clubs. So that's that's an interesting one. Um, all right, actually, we had loads of questions on that. That's why we sort of went into it. We had one from Nutty Nat B. We had um, one from Anacha by Consulting. Glad you tried uh-huh. to announce that. But. Um, from Kez Mason, from Gizzled C. <laughs> so all of these, you know, lo- loads and loads of questions about that. Um, all right, I've got one from Char underscore Jade underscore 97. I wonder if that's when she was born. That makes me feel really old. Do you believe England can win the World Cup? Who will captain us now? Millie Bright. Millie Bright. Alex Captain. Greenwood. Is she going to be back? Millie Bright, Alex yeah. Greenwood. I reckon she'll be back. Whether she'll be fit or not is another another question. She'll be back. Yeah, and can England She'll be win? back, but whether she'll be fit or not. And when she'll will England win? <laughs> can England win? Uh, no. Okay, moving right on <laughs> to the next one. Sure. Can they, you, Eva? Eva, hello. Um. Du, 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 du. Bex, can they? Um, I think they can, but I think that they'd have to have a lot of luck, and I think some other teams would have to be quite unlucky. They can win. Because I think the Germany and the USA, even Sweden. Will they win is a different question. Yeah. But from the question you've posed, Farah, yes, they can win the FA Cup. Everyone that is can in win it. the tournament Whether they can win or not, win. well, the question is, will they win? All right, we had one last question from re.xnnx. What do you think of the na- Women's Nations League? I think it's pointless. More pressure on players equals injuries. Well, the Nations League draw happened today and we want to hear your thoughts on what the results of the draw were. What do you guys think? Pointless, not pointless? Nations League, good, bad, ugly? You know what? I feel like... All we moan about, all you hear managers moan about is the amount of fixtures that are being played. I think that players' bodies need to, well, and, and also back-to-back tournaments, right? So mm-hmm. we're forgetting that there's been so many back-to-back tournaments yeah. with COVID. I feel like in terms of allowing the players' body to just recover from all these back-to-back tournaments and the amount of games they've played, the timing of it probably not right yet, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I don't think it, I don't see it as a bad thing. Actually, yeah. I think it makes the international football more competitive so it's a good thing in terms of that but I just think the timing of it right now back-to-back tournaments ain't really helping mm. in terms of loading and actually bodies recovering I think the women they need they need a layoff they need time you know to just completely switch their bodies off and go again yeah. um, so that's my thoughts on it and I think again it comes back to linking it to like what the men men does and I think strategically the timings have to work because in their mind mm-hmm. they've got blocks of it. It has to happen because the next thing we want to do and the next thing we want to do. And I think sometimes in terms of the women's game and what's best for us, they just have to stick a pin and just say, it's just not going to run as we need it to do strategically. It's not going to fit in the mm-hmm. timetables. And at some point we might just need to take a hit. But I think because it's coming into this point where it's really run about financials and investment and a business, that is overriding the well-being of the well-being players of players so actually yes it, it it makes sense because actually the progress the game and the time scales and how they want mm-hmm. it to move but in terms of what's actually happening on the ground they're so far removed to yeah the mm. the 
real reality of of players mm-hmm. and what they realistically need, they need. and they're just dis- disregarding that mm. so okay. yeah well the nation's league kicks off in september of this year uh the first round of the league matches are going to take Fourth. place just about a month after the conclusion of the women's world cup in august as Fourth of september i think it is yeah that's yeah. my birthday guys there it is yeah. it's your birthday so yeah technically they were supposed to be in the same windows the fifa windows which we had mentioned in a previous pod where the fifa windows are not changing moving forward and that was another big question okay just because they're putting them in the in the current windows does that mean that it's okay or should we actually be looking at those windows in terms of load so yeah thank you for your question and uh, let us know what you guys think about the draw. Very tasty. I'm so hungry, guys. Thank you very much I'm for really joining tired. us I this like week I'm, on Boots, you know Balls what? and Brass. Tired, I feel like I'm hanging, but I'm not hanging, but I'm oh. just tired okay. and I need feeding. Okay, gr- thank you for sharing. Feeding at the zoo, guys. Feed me. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's go get some uh, some chow. Thank oh, you very much for joining us and we will see you next week. Ciao, bye. guys. Bye. bye. Ciao. Bye. bye. I need feeding. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.